Dave, they say it's not about what you know, but who you know. And in this Proximity Podcast, we have a no BS approach. We are bringing you industry leaders with real solutions and real actionable items you can implement for your real estate business. Grab a pen and paper and listen in while we get up close and personal with some of the best in the biz. Uh, welcome to uh, the Proximity Podcast. Today, we're talking about will AI replace real estate agents? And uh, Jake and I, um, I don't know. We'll, we're going to see uh, how we how we land. Again, no winners, losers, like Jake just said. Uh, but it's going to be a great discussion. So, because there's a lot of things happening in the world of AI right now. Well, so. let's let's just set the table here. I mean, let's be honest, Nathan. You come from much much more of a tech savvy interest and background than I do. You've started tech companies, and you, every day you're more and more in the know of what's going on there. And I'm probably a bit more old school, more relationship based. Not that you're not. But I think it's important to note the different perspectives or arguments that could be made today. Uh, yep, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. So uh, let's dive in and talk about AI. Will it replace real estate agents? Again, I'm your host, Nathan Daniel, co-host, Mr. Jake Dixon. So let's dive in. Let's rock and roll. All right. So will AI replace real estate agents? Um, I think we should start with this, though. Like, can we define like artificial intelligence versus your stance, which is more the EI, right? E-I-E-I-O, which is emotional. Emotional intelligence. intelligence. Sorry, I had to throw out the nerdiness there, but emotional intelligence, right? So what's your definition? Like if you could sum those up, the difference between the two, how would you feel or what would you what would you summarize those apps? Well, I'll start on the latter, artif- or, uh, emotional intelligence. To me, in a layman's term form, I don't have Webster's Dictionary here or anything, but it's the ability to connect on an emotional level with another human being. We are beings. And so it's empathy, it's sympathy, it's having the emotional connection that I think we crave, especially in a post-COVID era. And my fear with something like AI, which is clearly artificial, not authentic and real, be you, be real, right, Nathan? Uh-huh. Yeah. Is that we lose sensitivity. We become numb to certain things. We lose the ability to connect on a deep and meaningful and emotional level because we're, we we become so dependent on a computer or a robot to tell us what to do or how we're supposed to think. Mm-hmm. And so I know we'll get into all this, but I'm just making my case up front. I fear for the ability to, for people to connect authentically. Tony Robbins teaches us there's the six basic human needs, one of which is connection. I fear this could lead us down a path of being lazy. I fear this could lead us down a path of not being creative and have critical thinking skills. And frankly, and here's my point of all points for the real estate community, at what point are we going to learn our lesson? Are we going to really let history repeat itself? Some of you watching this right now feeding this machine are the same people complaining about Zillow. Well, how did Zillow become what it is today? They took our data for free and, and now used it against us. What could happen with artificial intelligence? Oh my gosh, we're giving this computer all this data for free. And how could that later be used against us is something that I think we all need to think about. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. All right. And I'll take the artificial intelligence side, which is gathering of data and being able to use that to, uh, to use that, right. To use that, to help empower us, to be able to uh, become better, uh, whether it's communicators, whether it's marketers, whether it's, you know, in that relationship, because maybe some of us actually struggle with some of those relationship elements. And it is a tool that we can actually begin to use um, that allows us to gather information faster. So 
I think that's a that's a good stance that we're going to take. So now, of course, I've watched, you know, there's several movies out there about this stuff. You know, sci-fi predicts the future. So <laughs> we don't know where it's going to go. But um, I, I know um, it's a fun journey because uh, our world changed, right? Our world actually changed in November. Was it November? Uh, November 30th of 2022. That's when our world actually changed. And uh, that's when ChatGPT um, officially launched to the users of the world. So anybody could go in and, and get an account there. And it fun fact, like it is the fastest, fastest platform ever to reach a million users. And it only took them five days. It only took them five days. Angry Birds was 32, I think, or something like that. So, but it was five days for people to hop into that, into that space. And so, so what does that tell you? I mean, how do you, okay. So it's, it's, it's a populist thing. Everybody's doing it. And I see a lot of agents specifically, we're talking about the real estate community say, well, if you don't get on board with this or or if you don't utilize this, you're going to get left behind. I Okay, there's an argument to be made there. Fair. But on the flippity flop side, what I'm trying to say is, well, if, if we just all stop using it, it has no power over us. Mm -hmm. So it's this populist uh, mentality. It's this going with the herd mentality that leads us to believe that, well, if I don't adopt this, I'm going to get left behind. Mm -hmm. When I'm over here saying, if you do adopt this, what have we not considered that could not just leave you behind, but make you obsolete in your profession? Yeah. Well, I let's, I got a couple of points. Oh, this is going to be a fun topic. Here we go. All right. A couple of points. And I want to bring this up, right? Artificial intelligence has been a conversation for a while, right? It's, 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 they've been talking about this for a long time. And yet um, when artificial intelligence originally came out, it, they started talking about how it would actually impact the industry, like in different industries, right? They thought it was actually going to impact like physical labor jobs and blue collar jobs and then white collar jobs and then like marketing and sales and then eventually the creative space, right? right. And what we've been seeing, what I've been seeing, you know, and what all the different people that I've been watching and listening to, it's the exact opposite. It's the exact opposite. They went, it's, it's actually on the creator space you know, cause AI is already out there. It's, it's generating images. It's work. It's creating videos. It's, it's writing books. I mean, you could actually go in and prompt something to actually write an entire book. And, and so from my perspective, like, how has it helped me? Um, you know, I, I, you know, I have a thought, I have a question and it's not always clear because my mind's moving at the speed of light, you know, for me. And I got a, a boardroom of people <laughs> talking up here sometimes, but it helps me actually gather and go, okay, here's my question. Like, give me a paragraph about this. And then it gives me the content, right? It gives me that content. And then I can go, okay, is that really what I meant? And then how can I make this my own language? Not obviously AI's language. Mm -hmm. So go ahead. Go, go for it. No. no. Okay. So this reminds me of a conversation of something um, years ago, you and I were probably in the same room and it came out with a certain real estate company of, of helping agents be tech enabled agents compared to agent enabled tech. Yeah. And so I, I hear your points and I absolutely agree that, Hey, look, if it's, if it's a compliment to what a human is doing and it makes their life more efficient, um, a quicker source for information, because we're in this information era and it's coming at us from all different angles. Okay. I'm on board with that. And yet my, so, so if you're an AI enabled agent or an agent, you know, powered by AI, we need to consider what are those differences there and the slippery slope because to me, and I have no crystal ball, 
just throwing out the other side of the coin, plain black hat here. This could be sim simply seen as a gateway drug. This is just the beginning. We have no idea. There's a reason at the time of recording this, that the government and people that created mm -hmm. AI are waving the towel saying like, we need to slow down. We need some regulation here. So what may start as an innocent supplement to writing a blog post or coming up with some social media content, that's just the gateway to something that could cannibalize our industry the same way that in many ways, Zillow has cannibalized the lead generation or, you know, platform when it comes to searching for homes and they just resell your database back to you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I, I will say though, we live in the information age, right? I mean, through COVID, like so many side hustles and everything, everybody wanted like instantly had to become like an online marketer or something like that. So, I mean, I think our world evolved whenever that happened. And as far as content is concerned, I mean, you know, I, Zillow, I mean, this could totally change Zillow's world or any of those big data platforms, right? Because at this time, like I go back to whenever, um, I, I go back to whenever the iPhone launched, right? What was that 2007? I think some, some, sometime in 2007. And when the iPhone launched, like I think ChatGPT or any of these AI platforms today are just like the, the iPhone was back in 2007. Right. It's it's version one. What the uh, you know, the the interesting thing also about AI right now is as smart as it is, like it's already doing some really cool stuff and like prompting things. And, you know, I was on here and I did a uh, 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 I, I wanted to go through and I was like, I wonder if it can do this. Like I wanted to write out 365 days of social media content. And within just a few minutes. I was able to compile an entire year's worth of content that I could actually share out to the world. Mm -hmm. So then I don't have to create it one. And it also saved, saved a little time and money too. So I know it's, I, I know it's a, uh, it's, it's a little different. And if you, you get out there and do it, but I, I tell you with the way it's moving right now, I think it's only read like 10% of the entire internet. So yeah. back on your point, if we're putting content out right now, like this very episode, right? This very episode right now, it is actually going to be used by AI to pull data out. So, yes. So I hear you, and I'll raise you this. Okay. <laughs> and, and again, there's important distinctions. You're you're approaching it from a functionality, mm -hmm. information based standpoint, and there's a lot of great points to make there. I'm approaching it about it from a stance of humanity and connection and in relationship. So for sure. I think of a book that we're big fans of, right, is The Blue Ocean Strategy. Mm -hmm. And in The Blue Ocean Strategy, it says, does your product or service only compete on function or does your product or service compete on emotion? And their point is to find the middle. How can you compete on functionality as well as emotion versus one or the other, which is how, how most businesses operate? So yeah. I believe in coaching naturally that people are whole, they're resourceful, they're creative. And if we start taking a stance that information, 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 which is driving this thing, are we really saying that information is more important than a human connection and the ability to think for ourselves and be whole and creative and resourceful? And that's where I feel that we're going. I, I just think the connection already in a digital social media superficial era where people already don't know how to talk to each other. Mm -hmm. I just see this spiraling out of control if we're not careful. I mean, I, I definitely see your point. I definitely see your point. And I know um, I, I go back to an interview that uh, Elon Musk did. 
right? I think it was 2018. And he was talking about regulation of, of everything, right? The government and these, like it needs to have regulation because it really doesn't. And, and, and so I hear where you're coming from and that relationship element is, it is very important. It is a critical piece that I don't think we can get rid of. However, I will say this, um, there are things already happening that uh, I w- we were just on Chelsea's Chelsea's here today. And she was telling us about some pretty scary stuff, like, you know, uh, of how people are coming in. So FYI, any listeners out there, you know, the robo calls or the spam calls and stuff we get there, are, there are calls now going out right now that have artificial voices with parents and kids, kids going in there, right? There's calls like this going out. I know I saw something the other day too, that, that this program actually went out and the entire, like every episode of the Joe Rogan podcast, like they scrubbed every bit of that. And it created an entire episode where Joe Rogan interviewed Steve jobs. And it was just a hundred percent, um, automated. Like it was a hundred percent automated. So yeah, I get that. And I, I can hear it because it, it, it can be scary because, just like Elon was saying, the, the the regulations, I don't know if they're really there to protect us at this point. Well, exactly. And and I don't know. I mean, discernment is has come up recently in some of our conversations and the ability to discern how do we how do we know through what is artificial intelligence, what's real, what's true, what's not true, what's a lie. If you have the ability to manipulate these things, all of a sudden we're being fed information lost the ability to discern whether that's true or not true, let alone have an opinion or a personal belief out of it. We just start to get fed this information and accepted it. Well, it must be true because it's scrubbed, whatever it is. And, you it's know, on the internet. It must be true. <laughs> right. So that leads us down a road of conformity. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, again, whether it's real estate or just people being people and human beings where we're flawed, it's okay that we don't have the information. That's what makes us professionals. I know what I know. I know what I don't know. And I'm clear on the difference between the two. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, this AI thing is well, just either, can't you type it into AI and figure it out? Or, hey, I don't even need you. I'll type it into AI myself and get my answer, which com- completely cuts us as real estate professionals out of the equation. Yeah. It's a very good point. So uh, if you're if you're just tuning in right now, if you're listening to this in the future, we're talking about will AI replace real estate agents in the future. So uh, we're going back and forth and taking some different stances and having a great dialogue and conversation about this. So uh, so let's keep going. Let me ask uh, you a question, Nathan. Yeah. AI. Yeah. yeah. So how do you let's argue for it then? I'll, I'll, okay. I'll get off my soapbox. And so how have you like real time, real life stuff? How have you yourself or people that you uh, work with been using it and it's like oh my gosh this is amazing this is such a positive i think from a okay i'll take one uh from a business perspective right like sometimes uh just for me right i am a very much i'm a creative i live in the thirty thousand feet like i'm a very creative person and yet sometimes i'm so creative that i have a hard time bringing it back to okay um what's the first step in creating this process? Or maybe it's even like, I will overanalyze like on social media and stuff. And I know you and I have, we've talked about this in the past. Like if I'm posting something on social media, sometimes I'm like, okay, is this right? Is it grammatically correct? Like all of these elements yet. So how I've been using it is anytime I'm like, okay, here's a thought. I I might ask ChatGPT, like, write a social media post that's about motivation uh, around this particular topic. 
and then I'll, I'll have it populate it. And then I'll look at it and go, okay, yes. So then I can copy it, put my own little spin to it, but I'm not having to recreate everything from scratch. So one, the time that honest, everybody out there. Yeah. I'm calling myself out right now. It could take me 15, 20 minutes to write a post where some, it can literally be like, it's on my mind. I'm just going for it and throwing it. Right. So for me, it's actually time saver and it helps me feel good about the message that I'm putting out there. And I, I would assume you could continue that argument for a real estate agent listening to this. They could 100%. say, you know what? I could sit there and come up with my 36 touch drip campaign, or I could just type into chat GPT to make it for me. And then it's copy paste on where I go with my CRM. I was, yeah, I was talking to another coach, right. And they were looking for different ways to um, uh, help one of their agents that they have um, that they coach about uh, doing like a first time home buyer seminar, for example. And they're kind of an introvert. They're more of a SC personality type. So they're not really ready or have the confidence or yet to be able to stand up in front of a crowd and just deliver, you know, typically like an I or a D would. So we're like, well, what if there was like a book? Like, what if there was a handout or something that was some, an attraction mechanism to get people into the room? And so like what we basically did is went in and said, okay, chat GBT, um, write us a first time home buyer seminar packet that is geared towards this specific city, you know, with an age range of this particular, cause that's their, their ideal client. And guess what? It's spit it out in just a few minutes. Yeah. And so yeah. it gave that person confidence to be able to, okay, I got this. They have their freebie to get people in the room and then they have, they can get up there and start delivering that. So what do you think? And I hear you. I mean, yeah. so what do you think is the fine line? When, when is it, we use it to, for efficiency, to refine what a thought or an idea we may have already had. And when do we cross that line in your mind to like, okay, this, this is a little too much and could end up being damaging. Like, have you ever well, thought about that? I did. I was actually watching a uh, video that Alex Ramosi was doing and he made a great point, right? Like it was back to the Elon, like we got to have regulation to this. And there was a question that he asked of chat GPT and, and these AI platforms of like, you know, how to destroy humanity. Like it never would have crossed my mind to ask that question. And yet luckily the, the system came back and was like, Hey, this is, uh, I I'm sorry. I'm just an AI bot. I can't tell you what that is. Right. Yeah. Obviously that's like way over the extreme on the line, but I think one, it's important that we do have those regulations in place to protect against that. And let's see from an agent's perspective, when is it too much? Okay. I, I was just actually talking with Chelsea about this a few minutes ago. I There is an element where there's too much automation in our business. Uh, we're experiencing this right now. You, like even inside locker room, you know, if, if you join either the agent talk group or the broker talk group, either one of the groups that we have, if you haven't go check those out, um, you're going to get a call. You're going to get a call from one of us. You're going to get message directly from us. And yes, it is a real human being. It's not an automation because I think one thing that people are craving right now is the personal touch there. We're, we're tight. I know a lot of people want to automate and do those 36 touches that you referred to earlier. They, they want to do those. It's a set and forget. That's not the most effective way to do it. You have to have that human element that, that you're saying. So I think you're right. There is an element. We can go too far with automation and AI. So, yeah, I, I don't think you can um, automate an authentic relationship 
popular or unpopular opinion, I don't know, but I, what in, in the right context that I'm saying is, yes, automations can help us stay top of mind, um, you know, drip campaigns, that type of thing. But at the end of the day, if I don't feel connected to you, you don't know and understand me and what's important to me and, and my dog's name and what, whatever it is, you know, my, my interests. Yeah. And we're just up here in superficial land. You know, I, I just, I, I don't know that that's healthy for our profession, let alone humanity itself. I'm not trying to be all philosophical here. It's just like, if we're not careful, we've got to get real clear on the line of, hey, this is complimentary. I'm using this as a tool to be more efficient, effective. I'm all for it then. But if it starts to try and replace us or we lean on it too much, where is that line? And how do we know, oh, crap, I just crossed it? You know, it reminds me actually that as you were talking, just reminded me of, you know, we, we teach a class on how to get agents to six figures. Right. And it's based on the number of conversations that we have. Yep. So I, where, where it took me was I remember back, back in the day, like talk about tech, I got really good at social media. I was really good at video and blogging and website SEO and all this stuff. And that's how I ran my business. And I was getting tons and tons of leads. I was churn and burn. Like there was no relationship and that was okay. That was a, it's a business model, right? I could totally do that. And it was like, as soon as I closed, I was on to the next one. And then eventually I got tired of it and I got burnt out and I realized I wanted more relationships, but where it was going, I started thinking about like all these agents that may be out there and you, maybe you're listening to this. Hey, I'm calling you out. I'm calling you out that have databases of 15, 20,000 people inside of them. And they're just, I hate to say it, throwing stuff out, spam, newsletters, whatever it might be. One thing that we talk about in that class, though, is you don't have to have a massive database. To your point, the relationship element, if we're talking about an industry spin, if we're going to go radical with this, how could I use AI to develop and build better relationships with a much smaller group of people? Right? So how can I, how can I maybe, you know, yeah, I want to make six figures. I want to make seven figures, whatever it is. If, if I could do that with 300 people versus 15,000, which would you rather choose? 300 all day long. <laughs> all day long. Right. Cause to your point, I mean, we're going to know your dog's name, you know, we're going to see what happens. We're going to be able to, to, to be sympathetic when something crazy happens. Right. Or cheer if like, Hey, congrats on the new thing, because it's a much smaller group of people. And though with the power of AI, it can help us, one, give us that time back where I'm not sitting there thinking about my my next social media message. It can give me that 20 minutes back to get on a phone call with somebody. Yeah. So. And, and yes. And that, that all being through the lens of the agent. What about the lens of the homeowner, the buyer or seller? If they're already conditioned to go to other places for information like a Zillow, and then they resell us back that person's information, which is in someone's database somewhere, mm -hmm. then who's it, it takes one genius like person from the real estate community to be the outlaw, to be the renegade and take their knowledge of real estate, couple that with their knowledge of AI and try to make us extinct. I mean, commission compression and all these mm -hmm. things are already real. And every counter to that from industry tycoons has been just love on your database. If you just take care of your database, you'll overcome this shift or this down market. But what about the next shift in seven years? When AI is there, are people just saying, screw that, I'm cutting out the agent because I can type whatever I need to type. How much should I list my home? Tell me my 13-step marketing plan. 
and there is no more need for an agent any longer. <laughs> well, I know, uh, again, another, I'm on this Alex Ramosi kick. So <laughs> but like another thing that was brought up was just the fact that this could long-term, who knows, like, like you said earlier, we don't have the crystal ball. Um, it, it could like shift capitalism is the way we know it. Like it really, really could. And that is totally a possibility, right? It is totally a possibility. There could be a point where, uh, and I was watching, it wasn't, uh, oh, I, I can't remember the, the name of the platform. It wasn't chat GPT. Um, but the, the CEO was like, there will be a time where AI actually surpasses human intelligence. Yeah. Right. There will be a time then that when that happens. And it's interesting because what happens in that moment, if you wanted to start a new business or you want to start a real estate business, all you would have to do is literally type something in and it spits out the entire business plan, marketing, everything builds the automations. It does it all for you. And then it's like, okay, so from a homeowner's perspective, if all I have to do is go, Hey, chat GPT. Now I'm going to think of this on the fly. <laughs> hey, Hey, AI. Uh, I want you to find me a house with three bedrooms, two bath. I want you to alert me whenever the market value is this. Yeah. And I want you to go find me an interest rate when it hits it at this. I want you to go ahead and apply for me. So all I have to do is say, I'm ready to move. And, or actually what's probably going to happen is AI is going to see, like if you post on social media, you know, Hey, have a new baby or we're downsizing or whatever the, the life event is. It's actually going to probably start predicting and giving you prompts to go, Hey, well, you're probably getting ready to move then, or do you need more space or do you need to downsize? So I, I mean, now my imagination well, is running. <laughs> and, and, well, right. And you made a point earlier that it, it could scrub this very podcast we're doing. It can scrub yep. the whole internet. Well, last time I checked on the internet, public records of home ownership and addresses is available too. So what would stop it from scrubbing all that information? So when I'm, a, I'm looking at selling, hey, I live in this city, in this neighborhood. I have this much square footage. Tell me how much my home was uh, valued at in this market. It's got, it can draw from all of that, what the average days on market is, the whatever, whatever, and then put together, like I said, a 10-step marketing plan. Oh, and by the way, go ahead and make my social media posts and emails for me because I want to tell all my friends that my house is for sale. Oh, by the way, I didn't talk to a real estate agent ever. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I think this is something that one, I, I do not personally think that we can ignore. I think we have to embrace it. Um, because even today, like even today, if if the government shut everything down, if the government just said, you know what? No, we're banning this. It is not allowed. Unplug it. <laughs> unplug it. Figure out how to unplug it. It's like unplug the internet, right? We're going back to old days. I, it's still going to be there, right? I mean, it will still be there, whether it's on the black market or something. There will still be a form of this. And so I, in my in my stance, I would say you have to embrace it and understand that it is there and it is a part of the human condition or whatever. I don't, it's, it's part of their, it's part of our world now and we have to embrace it. And I think those that win with this will be the ones that know how to use it. Uh, I, I quoted this in the last one. It's one of my favorite quotes sitting up here on my shelf, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that is something that we have to take into this conversation that it is a great power that we have to be tread very lightly with. I can't deny that. I can't. Oh, go ahead. But, but, and I will say it is something that can absolutely right now in the state of our, where AI lives, 
it can absolutely help us. And if you learn how to ask it the right questions and learn how to prompt it, it can absolutely be a game changer for your business. I'll leave it there. And I know it's great. And I would say, um, yes, there's a degree of acceptance and acknowledgement that it's, it's here. It's, and it's probably here to stay. I just would grow up in a world or encourage everybody for whatever it's worth, not to always seek the easy pill and the get rich quick kind of mentality of just go here and tell me what to do. And I just do it because it must be true. And I would balance it out. If nothing else, balance it out. Too much of anything can be bad for you. Mm -hmm. And so for every training you go to about artificial intelligence and chat GPT and all these things, I, I pray for, for all of us that you invest just as much energy and time into a training about interpersonal skills, owning who you are and how to communicate effectively with another person. Because if not, and it becomes so lopsided, that is where I'm over here just waving the towel. And I, I genuinely fear the future for us and uh, our ability to be humans. Well, I was, I was going to say that and I'll take it one step further that I, I fear for us, but I also fear me personally. I, I do look at the next generation. Yeah. You know, I think the next generation, <laughs> it was, it's so funny. I mean, we see these videos out there of like they're high school kids and they're like at sleepovers or something. And there's like, there's the old, you know, you know what I'm talking about? You know, the motion I'm doing the rotary phones. Right. And they're going, what is this? How do I dial? Like, and you give them a number and they don't know how to do it. And it's just funny just sitting here watching them not figure this out. That wasn't very long ago that yes, we had cords on the walls and we had cords that attached to the phones. And now look at us. Like we literally travel with walking computers and we, you know, screen time, like all this stuff that happens. And I can only imagine 10, 15, 20 years from now with AI and all of this, that's now rolled out what our world's going to look like. And I, yeah. it's, I almost don't fear for me as much, but what's coming in the future for the next generation. Yeah. And I will say this, cause this just triggered for me and you know, be you and be real, all that kind of stuff. I never want, and it's a part of what I do, right? I know some people write letters and do all this stuff. I made a decision for Callan and I know you know this Jake, but like I shoot videos at, like, whenever there's something going on in my world and his world, like that's an important event. I'll shoot a video. And I drop it for him in a very secure place. And I want to make sure that in the future, I can gift that to him. I, I don't want it to ever be where I get lazy enough to your point to where I just type out a script and say, here's what's going on. And then it dubs over my, my video so that he's not actually going to see me. He's not going to see the tears, the anger, the frustration, whatever I'm sharing with him at that time. Well, that's love, the emotional right? yeah, portion, the emotional component, not the artificial portion. Yeah. And as I sit here, I, what my takeaway from the whole conversation is, as we probably wrap this up is nobody's right. Nobody's wrong. Mm -hmm. We don't know the future, right? <laughs> None of us can predict any of this. Uh, I will submit that there's a level of embracing this that we probably all have to accept and, and, and figure out how it can complement us. Um, but if we venture into the world of laziness, lack of creativity, lack of critical thinking skills, lack of the ability to communicate and connect, um, that, that could be scary territory. And so, um, again, I don't admit to know it all or have it all figured out, but I think these conversations are healthy and we can all have different perspectives and opinions on them without having to walk away saying I'm right. You're wrong. That's right. And I appreciate this, Nathan, and, and honor your opinions and perspectives. And, uh, and I feel the same 
on mine regarding YouTube. Hundred so. percent. Yeah, I I agree. And 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 thank you all for for sticking around. Everybody listening, um, you know, in our in our dialogue and discussion. And who knows? Like this could all evolve in six months. <laughs> like this could be a totally irrelevant show in six months. But you know what? It's worth having the conversation and uh, helping all of us get better. So let's come back to this. Let's listen to this. Make a pact right now to listen to this again in six months. And holy cow, I'll see put, the evolution. Yeah, I'm going to put this on the calendar right now. Yeah. Um, as soon as this is over. So um, thank you all for listening again. We've been talking about will AI replace real estate agents today? And, uh, you know, hopefully you've enjoyed this conversation. If you have, be sure to like and subscribe. Uh, we love hearing from you. So drop your questions, comments. Um, we'd love to hear those. And uh, hey, if you want to hear from a real person and not AI, Go join the Agent Talker Broker Talk group, and we'll be happy to be in touch with you and uh, help you move your business forward. So anyways, thanks for listening to the Proximity Podcast. We'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Proximity Podcast. We hope you'll implement the real solutions and real action items into your real estate business. Be sure and subscribe to get updates on new episodes and join us on Facebook where industry professionals go to collaborate. Don't forget to hit us with your feedback and likes. We'd love to hear from our raving fans. Until next time.